Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes to us from David in Seattle. He has got a great question. David asks, the Yale Endowment is considered widely to be one of the best institutional investors. In 2018, it earned a 12.3% rate of return, beating the average university endowment at 8.2%. For 2019, they're allocating 49% of their assets to illiquid alternative investments, such as venture capital, leverage buyouts, real estate, and some natural resources. I'm surprised to see that real estate only makes up 19% of their alternative assets, and not more. Their real estate return in the last 10 years was also an anemic 2.7%. In contrast, they've had a lot of success with venture capital, that is 165% in the last 20 years, along with leveraged buyouts, which together make up 67% of their alternative asset allocation. Given Yale Endowment at a whopping $29.4 billion, how and what can the everyday investor learn from them and from the super rich? Well, David, this is a great question. It's true that the endowment has grown from $6.6 billion to $29.4 billion in the last 20 years. That's impressive considering that the endowment is the single greatest source of cash for the university programs. Tuition actually is number two. So a lot of the university programs are funded by the endowment. Here's my perspective. First of all, there's numerous ways to make money. I've had some first-hand visibility into the Yale Endowment and where they invest. The Yale Endowment is a major investor in a private equity firm called Golden Gate Capital. They were the firm that was funding my buyout of IBM's microprocessor division back in 2004. From my exposure to family offices and other old money over the past while, along with the university endowments, I can share what I've learned. I believe that their goals are different from the average investor. First of all, they're as much concerned with preservation of capital as they are with growth. They employ sophisticated consultants to evaluate their investment decisions. The line between late-stage venture capital and private equity is also quite blurry, and I don't believe that Yale is investing in a lot of early-stage startups. These are later-stage startups where the capital requirements are larger. These businesses are proven, and they need funds to scale up. That's not that different from the world of private equity. Generally speaking, private equity firms make low-risk bets on re-engineering businesses and executing business turnarounds. David Svensson is the chief investment officer at the Yale Endowment. He's got a background. He was previously at Lehman Brothers and at Solomon. He's a very, very seasoned investor. He outlines his investment philosophy in his book entitled Pioneering Portfolio Management. In that book, he divides the portfolio into five or six roughly equal parts, investing each in a different asset class. Central to the Yale model is broad diversification and an equity orientation, avoiding asset classes with low expected rates of return, such as fixed income or commodities. The fact that he's allocated 19% to real estate fits perfectly with his definition and his investment philosophy. I think he's gone about as high as he can. He also maintains a low exposure to traditional Wall Street equity investments and a high exposure to alternative investments that are not readily in the open market. That's why he's invested directly in funds like those of Golden Gate Capital Group. These firms have some of the most sophisticated money managers involved. For example, they routinely use the services of Bain Consulting Group. This is the consulting division of Mitt Romney's Bain Capital. 
And I can say from firsthand experience that these folks are some of the most sophisticated financial modelers that I've ever come across. It's no surprise that Bain Consulting recruits heavily each year at Yale University. They've developed a way of looking at the business world that is different from most. They realize that these are businesses that need to be run, and they know how to run successful businesses. They focus on business execution, not just financial engineering. In your question, you mentioned that the real estate performance of the Yale Endowment was surprisingly low, but remember that the measurement notes in the article you referenced is over a 10-year period. The fund would have experienced significant losses from 2008 to 2012, and these deficits would have started to be recovered only starting in 2012. So the anemic performance makes sense given the measurement period. If they had a five-year measurement, the numbers would look very different. You'd have to be asleep only to make 2.7% in real estate over the past five years. But over 10 years, considering the downturn, it actually makes sense. We've seen significant market appreciation across most major markets in the U.S. since the bottom of the financial crisis. I suspect that in the coming years, that 2.7% number is going to come up significantly as the losses of the 2008 to 2012 period disappear from their 10-year historical measurement. But let's not get too wrapped up in these detailed numbers. I wanted you to look at the big picture. The Yale Endowment is investing in businesses. They're investing in businesses that are diversified in different aspects of the economy, and they underweight their exposure to cash and commodities. They invest in proven businesses that can get back to growth with a bit of smart financial re-engineering. Some of these might be in venture capital, but frankly, they are in late-stage venture capital, which is very different from raw startups. Most are, in fact, in private equity. In this definition, the line between the two is extremely blurry. David, it's a great question. I think the way to learn from this is to actually get around people that are doing exactly what Yale is doing. Get around some of the folks that are at Bain Consulting Group. Get connected with people at some of the other major private equity firms, whether it's Texas Specific Group, Bain Capital, the Carlisle Group, Blackstone, to name just a few. By gaining exposure to these business turnaround specialists, that's where you get to understand how they make these massive returns. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.